0: Alright. Hello. Hi. What is this?
1: Um, I think it's a podcast.
0: Yeah, it is. It's been a while.
1: It has been. Um
0: We're after the weather.
1: Yeah. I'm Emily Hansen.
0: And I'm Rain Creasy.
1: Um, and this is a podcast, in case you were skeptical or confused.
0: It it's possible.
1: <laughs> we don't always know what we're talking about, but we're like sure that this is a podcast
0: yeah I I I think it's following the the format
1: I think this is how this works um it's been a little while it's I mean it's been two weeks instead of one week um because last week we were very very busy all day and completely forgot
0: yeah, it wasn't until, like, 11 o'clock where it's like, oh, we didn't record. Oh, no.
1: Yeah, and then it's not ideal to record on Sundays because we'd have to get up early and, like, record in the morning and then, because it takes so long to edit, so we're just like, well, we'll just take a break, I guess. There wasn't anything that we needed to talk about, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, it happens.
1: Sorry about that, guys. I know that you were all dying without us.
0: It's just so disappointing. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're pretty busy during the week, so it's hard for us to actually do anything during that time.
1: Yep, full-time jobs and everything.
0: Yeah, it's not like this really pays any bills. <laughs> for yeah. a lot of people, to be honest, it's it's true. Not, podcasting just isn't a a money-making hobby. No,
1: nope, but that's okay. It's still a fun hobby.
0: It is fun, anyway.
1: Anyway,
0: what are you drinking tonight? The usual. The usual.
1: The usual, uh, Voodoo Ranger. I, I uh, stick to what I know and what I like.
0: Yeah, no need, to, no need to experiment when you you know you already have something you can always go to. Uh,
1: New Belgium has a watermelon lime beer out. That sounds really interesting, but I'm also afraid to try it. Watermelon and lime.
0: Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Eesh.
1: It sounds interesting, but yeah, also I'm I'm concerned.
0: Yeah. I, I'm i trying the Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA, mm-hmm. and it's not as good as the IPA.
1: Oh, that's unfortunate.
0: It's kind of following the, the formula of trying to be as strong as possible without really filling in the flavor mm. aspect. I think that... The regular IPA is far more flavorful. Yeah. Because this doesn't really have a, a citrus uh, flavor profile. Yeah. And that's like my favorite part of the, the original.
1: Oh, okay. That's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, can't win them all.
1: <laughs> Sadly enough. How was your week?
0: My week was faster than last week. I swear my weeks are just going by quicker and quicker because I'm so busy.
1: feel the opposite, and I'm still busy. But I've been sick, so...
0: Oh, yeah. That doesn't make anything better.
1: No, it just makes everything go by super slow. I've been sick, and I've been tired because of my sleep debt. I'm working on it. I'm trying. Don't yawn. You're going to make me yawn. I'm already yawning enough.
0: I haven't recovered from Thursday.
1: Well, whose fault is that? Yours. Yours. I went to bed when I felt like going to bed. You're the one who stayed up Thursday. late. I know. And I recovered last night because I was tired. You stayed up extra late.
0: It wasn't that much later.
1: It's very, it's much later than what we're used to. Right,
0: but it was Friday night. So? Thursday's what threw me off.
1: I know. I'm, I'm just saying.
0: I'm just saying I don't understand.
1: <laughs> I know you don't understand.
0: Why you're acting all judgy.
1: So Thursday, okay, so Thursday night we were out very, very late, and we got home much later than we normally do, and we were in bed much later than we normally are, and we both have to get up very early for our jobs. So we were both very tired yesterday, and yesterday I was so tired that I went to bed at 9 p.m. while rain stayed up until midnight, and we normally don't stay up past like 10 o'clock. Usually, I'm usually, well, I usually am in bed by 10. Somebody likes to stay up late for no reason, but he decided to stay up late for whatever reason, I guess, because it was Friday instead of recovering from the night before, which is exactly what I did.
0: I like to take advantage of my Friday.
1: You want those extra three hours on Reddit? Yeah. (laughs) It's not like we're doing anything. I'm tired, man. I can't say no to Reddit. I just like to go to bed so I can get more hours.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm still going to be up by like 9.30 the next day. I want to get all the sleep I can. I mean, I used to stay up late, but it was only like, I've always really liked sleeping, even though, and I think it's just because I never got good sleep. Yeah. So if I stayed up late, it wasn't my own choice a lot of the time. <laughs> I mean, on the weekends I would sleep in real late, but other than that, I just, I want I was always so tired, so I wanted all the sleep I could get. And yeah. now I'm really taking advantage of all the sleep I can get. I'm tired now, man.
0: Yeah, it's 8.20 when we're recording this.
1: (laughs) And I'm so ready to sleep, but I have a date tonight, so I won't go to bed until at least 10.
0: Yeah, you want to commit to your friends. (laughs) It's hard to hang out with them.
1: Well, I mean, I don't actually have to leave the house, so that's good, but that's also bad because that means I might fall asleep in the middle of it.
0: Yeah, well...
1: My, uh, my best friend lives, uh, not anywhere near me. She lives in Los Angeles, and, uh we've gotten into watching movies or tv shows on netflix together like at the same time and it's very fun so tonight we're gonna we're gonna watch season three of grace and frankie oh it's season three it's season three wow that's cool i'm very excited um i don't know how many episodes we're gonna get through probably one that's probably all i have in me so sorry sorry d um but i'm very excited um it's a date why are we so tired honey
0: well We went to a concert. (laughs) It was a really fun concert. I wouldn't really even
1: call it a concert. It was just a show. It was so small.
0: I think going to all performances is the same as calling it a concert.
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: But that's like a band thing.
1: True. I guess I'm just used to all the the post-punk or hardcore shows I went to where you don't call it a concert. It's just like, oh, we're going to a show.
0: Well, I, I can see that because... You're not necessarily just going for the music. Right. And for me, at least in this case, we were going for the music. Yeah. And to look at a girl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean I I was going to look at a girl? Oh, okay.
0: I don't know. Were you staring at her the whole time? Yes.
1: Uh, Maybe. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) She's so So, pretty. so,
0: So we went to see Isley.
1: Yeah, and, um,
0: and their opener,
1: civilian. civilian. Yes, yeah, civilian. I
0: keep calling them citizen, and it's, it it makes Emily so mad. <laughs>
1: it's the other term for non-military people, <laughs> right? Right. That um. Way. Yeah, they were really good. So, uh, Isley is a um, kind of alternative indie band.
0: Yeah, they're, they're
1: really remnant of like early like. 2007 to like 2010 like kind of the post-punk it was, emo it, rock era
0: i would call it like light emo
1: yeah it's very light emo um
0: because it was pretty happy
1: it's her voice yeah that's all it is yeah. and they have like a lighter tone with their notes but if you listen to the lyrics they're they're fairly light emo yeah um but they're very good i really like them um the lead singer, her name is Sherry, and she's actually married to Max Bemis, who's the lead singer of Say Anything. And um, I'm always amazed how many people don't recognize the band, but I guess I thought they were huge in high school.
0: Yeah. Well, um I mean, they were a big deal, but I didn't really know their music.
1: Yeah. I just, I really like Max Bemis's voice. Yeah. Um, So we went and saw them, uh, partially because I like their music, mostly because I follow sherry on instagram and she has the most adorable children and i'm just obsessed with her and her kids and her life like she's just so she's just such an adorable woman she's like in her 30s she's got like a short bob and it's like right now it's teal but she's always dying in different colors Um, she wears like the cutest like little baby doll dresses with prints on them or like just random pink patterns like
0: very floral.
1: Very floral. Um, she's got these adorable kids and she's got two girls and one has, I think, green hair right now. And the other has got pink hair. They're like four and two or something like that. And they're just super <laughs> cute and super funny. Yeah. And it's just like their life. And she just, you know, documents their life. And it's just such a cool little family. So I'm definitely like just it's like a she's like an Instagram's versions of, of a mommy blog. And it's just awesome. Um. So I'm just like a big fan of her as a personality.
0: It's better than a mommy blog though because at least what she's doing and what their kids are doing is interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean she takes the kids on tours so there's a lot of like this is where we went today like kind of thing. Um so I was really excited to like see her in person um
0: yeah it was really nice
1: it was really cool the opening band was really good which i'm always surprised when i like the opening band not like opening bands are bad it's just like it's usually not anybody i know and then i'm like do i like them enough to look them up but this band was really good so we got super into them
0: yeah the opener when i went to see churches was kind of disappointing
1: yeah i remember that i liked the last show i went to was to see stromai Mm. Um, and the opener, I can't remember what their name was. I think it was like Freedom Fries or something, and they were really good in the show, but then when I looked them up, I couldn't find any music that I liked.
0: Wow, that's really weird.
1: It's disappointing. I have I actually found that a lot where I'll, I'll really like a show live, but then when I hear the recorded version, it's just not the same.
0: Civilians' li- uh, recorded music is really good still. It is, so yeah, which was they're, nice. They're clearly on the right end of...
1: Like they're very where consistent. They're from. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that that's pretty cool.
1: Yep. It was really dope. Um the uh lead singer Ryan of the mm. band was at the merch table after their performance, um selling their stuff. And so we went and we got a poster and I got a t-shirt. And he was just super nice and just talking to us. Um super friendly. Uh he and Rain talked about his guitar.
0: Yeah, he has a, a Jagmaster, which is, it Squire's cheap alternative version to uh, Fender's. Because they're like a, a subsidiary yeah. producer, which basically has all the low-end stuff. Yeah. But sometimes you get a really good instrument. Yeah. So. Clearly he, he liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and guitars are very personal in that. Mm-hmm. Like, You can play like 20 different guitars all from the same manufacturer, and they're not going to feel the same. If you care about certain aspects.
1: Right, right. Yeah.
0: So because they all kind of feel a little different because they're all handmade, you know. Right, so right. Mostly handmade. <laughs> so yeah, there's all sorts of variants.
1: Well, I feel like yeah. there's a lot of emotion that goes into it if you're writing your own music. Yeah. And you're playing it on this, you know, instrument. It can probably feel very personal, like you have some sort of attachment to it. hmm So playing anything else just sounds and feels weird.
0: Yeah. Well, it, it definitely feels different when you play a different instrument. Mm-hmm. I got to do that a few times, playing other people's instruments. Um, And I always liked it because usually they were nicer than what I was working with. Yeah. So, but I'm sure there's a threshold where you kind of stop caring. So another reason why we were really busy last week was you got something fun uh, put on your body.
1: (laughs) I got a tattoo. Um, It is not my first tattoo. Um, so it's not like it's, you know, I didn't pop my tattoo cherry or anything, but I, uh, <laughs> it's a tattoo. I haven't had a tattoo in a couple of years. So this was really exciting to go. And, um, we, I, well, I mean, I haven't had a lot of disposable income in the past couple of years. Right. So now we have a little bit more to work with. So I feel like I, it's more possible for me to get more tattoos because I definitely want more. Um, and my job allows me to have them. So it's very exciting, but I got, um, a quote on my forearm and um I mean I caught uh, nevertheless she persisted which if you don't know was related to the um incident with Elizabeth Warren maybe a month ago where she was speaking um and I think it was the I don't know all the details because I'm just a terrible person but um
0: But the words really had an impact.
1: Right. So she was talking about women's rights and this guy, I think he was like the house speaker or something like that, basically said, you're no longer allowed to speak because she was, I think she was attempting to filibuster. I don't think it was a filibuster. I think she was just talking and he basically told her to fuck off and he didn't want her talking so he wouldn't let her talk anymore. And everybody was pissed off because there's no reason for anyone to say like, you can't speak. He invoked In a weird
0: rule. It was
1: a very weird rule, and and he had this whole thing basically just didn't want to listen to her. And when it,
0: I think it was the no shit talking rule,
1: something like that. But yeah. basically, when people asked him about the situation, he said something along the lines of, um, "You know, she was warned repeatedly, and she was told what would happen, but nevertheless, she persisted." And so, women have kind of taken that last bit like as a battle cry because it's like. Heck, yes, she persisted because it's like, you know, our whole lives were constantly warned and told or what the fuck ever. Yeah. But we do it anyway because we're just badass like that, I guess. Um, so that was exciting. It's my little feminist piece. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've wanted a tattoo on my forearm for since I can remember, but I never. Yeah. My first tattoo I got, I wanted that what I have on my rib cage on my arm, but did my job at the time didn't allow visible tattoos, so I got it on my rib cage instead, and then the other one was is a thigh piece, so it's not really not yeah. really good as an arm piece.
0: Right. Um, it, it needs the surface area to, exactly, to show it off. Exactly. You know?
1: um, yeah. So it's very exciting. Um, I'm mostly just excited to think about other tattoos I'm going to get, because that's how it works with tattoos. Right. You get one, and then you're like, okay, so next one is going to be... <laughs>
0: Yeah. I I think going there and seeing it done makes it less weird yeah. as an outsider. Yeah. I haven't had any tattoos or anything.
1: Right. Which is so weird because your sister has a bunch.
0: I know. Uh yeah, she has them all over.
1: Yeah. She
0: she probably has over double digits.
1: She's and, got a lot. Um, yeah. Um, do you think you'd get a tattoo?
0: I think so. I really like birds. Small birds, not big birds. Big birds kind of freak me out.
1: <laughs> oh, you mean you don't want a giant eagle tattooed on okay, your no. on your stomach? I,
0: I think herons are pretty, but they're assholes.
1: Right. Most so birds are assholes.
0: Most birds are assholes, it's true. But, yeah, they, they are pretty. Yeah. So I, I think I would maybe like one of those.
1: Somewhere. What are your biggest reserves about it? You always just say maybe
0: maybe it's the the fact that it's really expensive.
1: Well, I mean, I guess. But besides that. Cuz that's your that's your reasoning for everything.
0: Also, I don't really have a good uh location and I tend to be I tend to think impulsively, so like anytime I'm thinking about getting like anything, I try to step back and like go is that actually a good idea?
1: Mhm. That's probably pretty smart.
0: Yeah, because if I let my impulsivity go unchecked, then I do a lot of stupid stuff. (laughs)
1: Like stay up too late?
0: Right. (laughs) Mostly, that's what happens.
1: Or eating an entire bag of potato chips right before we cook dinner.
0: (gasps) Yeah, I did that.
1: You did do that, but they were dill pickle flavored. Yes.
0: (laughs) I love it. I don't know why. it's such a weirdo. Apparently that makes me a freak, but, oh, it's so good.
1: I mean, it must not because clearly somebody else likes it. I mean, they make it. You're, you can't be the only person that eats it. I just don't like pickles at all, so that sounds disgusting to me.
0: You don't really like other pickled things?
1: No, God.
0: You don't like sauerkraut? No. Oh, man, I love sauerkraut. I, can, I was going to say, I, I think that's
1: the only pickled other food
0: <laughs> that I really, like, care about. Um, I like kimchi as well. Nope. Oh, man. I want some sauerkraut. Ugh. But I, I want it on, like, a sausage, you know? So yeah. since I'm a vegetarian now, for the you most part. You could probably do
1: sauerkraut on toast. Maybe. Like a really good thick toast.
0: Yeah. I, I need, like, a fancy sourdough.
1: Yeah. For the sauerkraut.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It'd be extra
1: sour. I swear, your food taste palette is the same as a middle aged businessman from nineteen fifty eight. Sauerkraut and pickles and potatoes and gravy and biscuits and gravy and
0: And whiskey. Butter
1: and d- <laughs> <laughs> Oh yep. Yep. So much whiskey.
0: Yeah, some uh some buttered steak sounds real good.
1: Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> mm, that's all I got.
0: <laughs> okay. What else was there?
1: Um, Trump care lost. Woo! I
0: was pretty happy to hear that, but not super surprised.
1: I'm actually quite surprised.
0: Well, I think the thing was that even the, the Republicans were like, if I actually help this get through, I'm going to lose this position. Yeah. People are going to feel the effects and say, I cannot believe you did this to me.
1: Yeah. I hope. I mean, I would hope that that's what happened. Um, I know that Bannon was basically saying that they had to vote for it, like there wasn't a choice, Yeah, like, which is really like weird. he was
0: demanding their vote. vote. And, and they basically said, fuck off. That's so against all Everything. of the rules. Yeah. Like, they're not under the command of the White House. Right. The White House is a secondary position to the House and Senate.
1: Exactly. It's called checks and balances, motherfucker.
0: Yeah. They're doing a lot of work to minimize that <laughs> but, to
1: undermine it but
0: yeah but not I th-
1: today but that was kind of exciting It gave me just a little bit of hope just a little bit not a lot but just a little bit
0: it's just the idea like oh we need to repeal this why what is re- what it, you want to say no no let's go back to, to 2006 when the number one cause of bankruptcy in america was medical debt
1: i mean it still is it
0: still is yeah but now there's more people with insurance.
1: Right, right. I mean, they only wanted to kill it because it was Obama's idea, I guess.
0: It, it was Obama's idea, except that it wasn't. It came from a Republican foundation.
1: I mean, I know that, but they don't give a shit.
0: Right. It's so just it, like it, it's, it's against
1: their business interests. It, it's
0: moving goalposts yeah. to it was really just like a lot of power given to insurance companies still. But they're like, but now you can't say no to people.
1: Right. So, but
0: they're still getting all this money it they're still, still making sucks, all this profit but
1: the th- the thing is is that it's true it's not a good <laughs> system still but the thing is is that getting rid of it and replacing it with something worse is not the answer you have to improve on what's there like there's no point in just being like well this sucks so let's just forget about it and let's never try again just go
0: back a, a decade
1: yeah no you uh you just improve on it like, but
0: that requires foresight and and thoughtful and giving a shit yeah Caring about the financial impacts of decisions, yep,
1: which they don't. Which
0: is not something the Republicans care about, right? I don't know why they they preach financial responsibility, but then they're like, "Yeah, let's just waste all this money <laughs> on the military,
1: of course, of all places, of course." I guess I, I, it just makes me think of like a dig measuring contest, <laughs> you know? Like they're the like, o- "Look
0: how small my government is."
1: Look how big my military is. You like this big military, honey? (laughs) Let me send you an unsolicited picture of my huge military. I can't wait to get my huge military, my huge throbbing military into your small, wet country. It's going to be so tight, baby. This military
0: is swelling up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My military is so hard. I want to put my military in your tiny country's little mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it reminds me of. That's what this whole thing makes me think of. It's like somebody's just like, yeah, well, my military's got 20,000 people in it.
0: I mean, I know the average military size is only six (laughs) inches, but... (laughs)
1: What can I say? I really like a huge military.
0: With enough military, you can get a couple extra inches.
1: (laughs) Honestly, if the military doesn't leave me aching for days, I don't want anything to do with it.
0: I want to be limping afterwards. (laughs) Because it hurt my thigh.
1: Oh, that's awful. We're terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: not awful, it's just true how much throbbing military do you need
1: (laughs) military size doesn't even matter
0: it stops mattering after a certain point
1: (laughs) most people can't even handle a huge military the average country is only like four or five inches deep (laughs) they can't handle that huge military it's like it just
0: destabilizes everything (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Sometimes you just take down the pants and you look at it and you just go, nope, I'm not climbing this military. It's not happening.
0: <laughs> I want to make jokes, but I, I'm just disturbed with the size of this military.
1: <laughs> it's really uncomfortable.
0: It's expensive.
1: It is expensive insanely expensive
0: it's the kind of expensive that makes you go well if we took a turn to the opposite side medical bankruptcy wouldn't even happen
1: Uh, i know we know this everybody else knows this
0: or we wouldn't be accelerating towards global climate destabilization
1: Mm, and all that fun stuff
0: right right it it's spiraling out of control and the people have the power to do anything about it, are screaming conspiracy. Yep. Brilliant. Just brilliant.
1: Do you know what else is a conspiracy? Shitty software.
0: Honestly, it kind of feels like it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh, at work I am forced to use this shitty program developed by one of the biggest like, biomedical like, uh, life sciences companies. Mm-hmm. I like them a lot. But their software for like flow cytometry Mm -hmm. makes me want to stab my eyes.
1: Oh no, mostly bad.
0: Mostly because like there's one really really easy thing that they could fix. Yeah. If you hit acquire and your sample hasn't loaded yet, automatically load the sample. Instead, it goes, oh, we have we detected the sample isn't loaded yet. And it's like, oh, you know it's not loaded. Fucking load it. Like just (laughs) just. Put it up in there. Yeah, you know what's not there. Like, uh, <laughs> it's so easy to fix, so easy. Ah, and then templates. They can't make a template apparently right. that works easily and like doesn't require going down four menus deep to get it to, to load. Right. And through several dialogues to make sure that's actually what you wanted to do.
1: Right. Deep breath.
0: Makes me mad thinking about it. I can tell. But like on Friday, I was. Thankfully, I didn't have to stay late because, like, during the day, I was just so busy and, like, carefully timing out all of my steps so mm-hmm. that I could get through everything on time. Mm-hmm. And, like, we were scheduled to finish at 5, and we were still a little late. But it would have been at least a half an hour faster if everything could just be quickly loaded. Yeah. And I, I think it's the software's fault because it wastes so much time on on just... Excessive mouse movements and clicking. Yeah. And it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. It's like they didn't consult a user experience person or other scientists. Yeah. Like, th- I'm sure the other, I'm sure people that work at the company are like, why doesn't this happen?
1: Right. That's kind of like the software used in my office. Yeah. Or, I mean, I work in insurance, so it's not super similar, but. Um, like it's like everybody at the office, bad
0: software is universal,
1: right? So everybody at the office is always talking about how this program that we use and like, it's a corporate, like corporate uses program. And we have very specific sort of like workflows we have to follow. But whenever we are talking to people about it, everybody in my office says that whoever designed this program has never actually worked in insurance. And the whole program is for insurance purposes, But it's like whoever made it has never actually done it because nothing really makes sense. You have to click. There's so much clicking that needs to be done to get simple things done and the way that things are logged and the things are supposed to work. It just doesn't make sense at all. And it doesn't really help. And it's not super efficient. And it's so frustrating.
0: So like an example of one of the biggest complaints, I think, in, in terms of like workflow. So when... I'm not going to give a rundown of flow cytometry, but basically, like, we can actually see a lot of different colors Mm -hmm. uh, on our cells. And so we want to actually be able to measure each of those colors and compare them to, like, matching uh, expression. So we can actually see, like, oh, this cell has this, this other cell has that, and I don't want any of those. So you can, like, pick the ones that don't have any of those colors. Mm -hmm. So you need to make a bunch of charts so that you can, like, go through a, a, a series of steps yeah, and you can like uh, draw your your the group that you want to see. Right. But each chart, you have to click the button, click where you want the chart, resize it, click the button, put another chart, oh, resize God. it, click a button, and it's like eight charts deep, oh, ten geez. charts deep. You oh, know, geez. so it slows you down to do right. that basic task. Why can't you just add? I want eight charts here, all the same size. Right. I want them small charts, you know, like, but no, like they come out way too big and they kept up space and there's no like overflow, mm-hmm. which is a whole other problem of stupid. But, you know, like I could imagine they could pretty easily fix it.
1: Yeah, that is frustrating.
0: Like, let's say double click the button and have a dialogue to say, I want eight charts. Click, 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 click. Yep. All right there. That would be great. <laughs> but no, 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 no. That'd be convenient.
1: Yep. Yeah. It
0: it's like a, a $600,000 machine. You think the software would work?
1: Wow. That is crazy.
0: And we just got another one a couple months ago. Dang. And two other really expensive ones and a few other cheaper ones. It's expensive, but you know, you get a lot of data out of it. Yeah. That's why it's worth having them around. I hope so the stuff we get from it is actually working because <laughs> we haven't tested it yet. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. It's it's really fun, and it's rewarding. I just, the software, like, once you get into it deep enough, you actually are able to complain about a program than, like, your techniques, which is a nice position to be in. Mm-hmm. That's my rant about software. <laughs> User experience is everywhere, and a lot of people ignore it.
1: Yeah. Do you know what's making me crazy this week? What? <sighs> Weddings.
0: Oh, yeah. There's that thing going on. Ugh. I mean, weddings in general are pretty ridiculous. Up, man.
1: <laughs> I just, like, have no desire for any of that, really. Yeah. And we are supposed to be getting married, I guess. I make it sound like I'm not even excited. <laughs> yeah. But, you yeah. know, people want you to have, like, a wedding wedding and, like, a whole thing. And I'm just very much like a, why don't we just do the damn thing in a courthouse on a sunny day and uh have a family reunion afterwards like months weeks afterwards whenever we feel like it i don't know i just like i thought that it would just be easy like I was talking to my mother and she was totally on board with like, I was like, I kind of just want to go elope and like get it over with. And she was like, yeah, you do whatever you want to do. Like we could have like, we can have a get together whenever. And I was like, fuck yeah. So then I was like, sure. Like, what about this time? And I was giving her some like dates or whatever. And she's like, (laughs) immediately she's like, well, it's not that easy just to plan, just to say like, we'll see you on this date. She's like, we're going to need to know how many people are going to be there. Like, where we're going to go, what we're going to do. We have to think about the dates. Like, your your siblings can't miss too much school, so we have to plan around that. And I'm like, oh, my God. No. No. Stop. I don't want any of that. Uh-uh. Oh, I'm done. No. no. That's that's too much for me. Like, I can't handle that amount of planning. And even just thinking about it makes me want to pull my hair out. I can't even imagine if we had a real wedding.
0: Wedding planners make serious cash
1: because they handle all of this bullshit
0: it is bullshit can't i just send
1: like a facebook evite yeah. to people and be like hey if you want to hang out and celebrate the fact that i'm married that'd be dope
0: yeah <laughs> that would be dope
1: that's pretty much like all that i want like yeah. if you want to bring me a present great thank you that's nice but I'm not throwing—like, the thing about weddings is that they're all about whoever you're inviting. Like, they're not even about you. You know, you can say, this is my day as much as you want, but you're really throwing a party for other people. Right.
0: It It's weird where that, like, came from.
1: It's very weird.
0: It, like, why not let it be about the actual I mean, wedding? I Because it's about like a wedding experience,
1: I guess. Because you know everybody's like, well, we're celebrating you, and then I guess the idea is that the people bring the gifts for the new couple, but and then like in exchange, I guess you get a party. But at the same time, it's like I mean, you can bring me gifts, or you could just make a donation. Like, and then at the same time, like I think about parents who like save up a ton of money to like give their kid a wedding, which is great and all, but like. If you're going to save a bunch of money for me... Just give me the money. Like, that'd be cool, because I got a lot of debt that could, you know, use some paying off.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just... It's impossible for me to think that a wedding should be expensive and and loud and big. But mostly because I don't really like those sort of things in the first place. I don't mind a
1: big party. I just think
0: the money should be put into more useful things. I
1: can't prioritize spending that much money on a party. Is right, the thing.
0: but in, just in context, though, like like a ten percent down payment on a house is like a hundred thousand dollars here.
1: Well, right. I mean, it's not like I'm I'm not thinking like no, like it's not like I'm going to be like oh here's a mo- here's money I can go put on the house. It's just like
0: right, right. I have no, credit I'm, cards I'm that could be like- paid
1: off. I've got. You know, we have a dog that needs some surgery done. Like, that could be, like, it's things yeah. like that where it's like, right. I got rent to pay. I don't own a car. Like, yeah, things that make more sense to me than paying for a fancy dress and some fancy fucking food. And, I mean, I saw a photographer just last week, and their price for a wedding was $2,300. No, $2,900. That's what it started at. Wedding packages started at 2900 That was the basic package. Yeah. That's fucking insane. And don't get me wrong, a good photographer is a good photographer. But twenty nine hundred dollars to carry around your equipment all day and get good photos of the bride and groom? Are you fucking kidding me?
0: Well, I so as a as a person who worked as a photographer professionally, I don't call myself a photographer, but you know, like I did the work, right? I because it's more gig based uh, and more spread out generally. Each event needs to have, like, a minimum for you to, you know, kind of break even. Right. And live, like, at least semi-comfortably. But the wedding is a full day. And then you have several full days of processing the photos. So, like, you're not paying for just that time.
1: I know. There's a lot I of just, planning. And I still there's think a lot it's of, ridiculous.
0: a lot of other work involved. And I agree. that That's pretty pricey. But... The photo- a good photographer is worth a weight in gold.
1: Just, I mean, the thing is, I don't know. Like, I guess I just, I don't even know. So many people get their wedding photos that they've paid a lot of money for, and they just put them on Facebook, and that's I all know, they do with them. I know. Wedding photos are not like they used to be. It's not like, you know, like my mom got married in 1988, I think, and she has a book that she got with her wedding photography whatever yeah. and it's just full of all it's her wedding book it has all of her photos in it right and like now the, i mean
0: the, the full set of prints you know right like, and
1: i mean yeah. some people like that's you bring, also
0: expensive you
1: bring a picture to your office Usually that's an add-on right exactly some people you know you used to hang them up in your house and maybe you still do that now i don't know i don't see a lot of people's houses but now it's like people just take has their a house <laughs> it's like a lot of people take their wedding photos and they just rotate them on Facebook as their cover photo for the next three years.
0: At least three years.
1: Every couple of months, the bride will change her profile pic to that of her in her wedding dress. Right. Because she feels like she looks pretty. Also, I don't want to just look... That's
0: a little disturbing.
1: I don't want to just look pretty only on my wedding day. I want you to think that I'm pretty every fucking day, man.
0: I think you do a good job at that. (laughs)
1: Thanks, but it's like there's this idea that it's like oh, well, your wedding day you have to look gorgeous, and that's so much pressure as a woman. It's like if you don't find the perfect dress, and you don't if you don't get your hair done, it's not going to look perfect. And if you don't get your makeup done, then it's not going to look good in your photos.
0: It's like, do you really need a five to ten thousand dollar dress?
1: No, I don't even want a dress. I just want a jumpsuit, man. And you know how hard it is to find a white jumpsuit? Pretty tough. Apparently, well, I'm looking for a very specific one, and that's kind of annoying.
0: Okay. Well, you know what you want. That makes it harder.
1: The story of my life. (laughs) Story of my damn life. Sometimes knowing exactly what you want isn't always best.
0: Yeah. Well, it it makes the journey more tedious.
1: This is true. But I spend less money.
0: Good point. (laughs) I do like that. It's nice. Because it means it gets used generally. Right. In most cases. I don't know how often a white jumpsuit is wearable.
1: No, but I but, mean if I, I mean, if I'm not spending purpose,
0: you know,
1: if chosen. I'm not spending a thousand dollars on it, I'm not gonna feel bad about it. Right. You know, if I'm spending a hundred dollars on it, I'm not gonna feel bad about it if I wear it one to two times. Like yeah, it's gonna be okay. With a wedding dress, it's like where else are you gonna wear it? Did I tell you there's somebody that I follow on Instagram and I think I'm Facebook friends with them, just somebody that I knew from my past. Mm-hmm. And she got married like a year ago and she and I know this sounds terrible to say, but she makes her husband do this, and she I only know that this because she's said it that she makes him do this every month on their like wedding month anniversary or whatever. She makes them dress up in their dress and tux and they go out on a date, which sounds cute for about two months.
0: So, two years,
1: so they've been married for like a year, I think. Oh, okay. And every month, they go out on a date, and she's wearing her wedding dress.
0: Oh, every month?
1: Every month they do this. What? Yeah, so every month, she goes out in her wedding dress, and she makes him wear his tux.
0: Okay, I misunderstood. Yeah. Wow. It's, yeah, it's much less cute. Yeah, that's weird. I thought it was, like, wedding anniversary. No, it's
1: their month anniversary. Wedding month anniversary. Yeah, and her whole thing was that she wanted to get use Uh. out of her dress. She's like, who said I wouldn't wear it? And I'm like, you're just recreating your wedding day, and it's kind of weird.
0: Oh, oh no. Oh, that hurts my head.
1: <laughs> because she's trying to justify all of the money that she spent on this fucking dress, which I get yeah. because the, like it's mind-boggling to think about. It's
0: also putting a lot of high standards on herself to make sure she fits in it every month.
1: Well, yeah, that. And it's like, it's just like to think that you have so much guilt looking at this dress that was supposed to be a reminder of what you think is the best day of your life, you know? If you consider your wedding day the best day of your life, good for you. But to look at the dress every single time you open your closet and think, I spent so much money on this and I don't wear it. That's so much guilt and it's unnecessary.
0: So I, I saw a, a parallel story on Reddit. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, A guy spent like $5,000 building a PC. Oh, God. And he went all out, got the best stuff. It was an awesome, it was a killer computer. Yeah. But every time he went down to play it, he just got more and more anxious thinking like, I should be having more fun with this. But he's not having that much fun with it. Jeez. And then he's getting this anxiety and depression about it. Oh, God. Should I just sell it? I I'm I'm just feeling so depressed about it and so much anxiety and it's like it's really going down to like a more underlying like I think you're depressed.
1: Well yeah. I think
0: you have more problems. It it's not just that you spent this like if you're not able to feed yourself that's another problem yeah but like it seems like you're able to live like you've had it for a year now
1: right right
0: like, so it's like yeah it was really expensive you could still sell it for money and parts but it's probably worth half of what you paid for it but right. like there's other ways to enjoy it and not think that you should be getting like 100 use out of it well, just because that, of what your expectations were it's
1: that idea of like i don't deserve this nice thing you know yeah Like it's a feeling of being undeserving of whatever this thing it is that you have treating yourself to this and you don't deserve that. And it's the same thing with with, you know, spending money on a wedding dress. And it's like, sure, if you have the money and you feel like that's going to make your day, like whatever, go spend the money. You deserve it. Congratulations. And you don't deserve it because you, you know, struggled your entire life or whatever you deserve it because you're a person who's in love and you want to celebrate that and you just want to make it special whatever i don't think i need something really fancy to to celebrate my love for you yeah but if somebody feels like they want that or they need it like good for them but don't beat yourself up because you treated yourself or because you did something financially irresponsible
0: right it's all about this, what you have to deal with afterwards, right? Right,
1: exactly. But that's so, so that's such if, a metaphor for marriage in general, you know? Right,
0: I know. But there's the short-term experience, which can be very expensive or more manageable. Right. But if you're going to be struggling to pay for that wonderful experience, was it really that wonderful?
1: And you wonder why the first year of marriage is always the hardest. Yeah. That's what they always say. It's probably because everybody's pissed off that they have to pay for the wedding now.
0: Yeah. I think the the culture of setting this expectation for marriage is really screwed up because mm-hmm. I think we're gonna see a lot of people really quickly really subduing their marriages. Or yeah. weddings at least, because I mean, it's uh, even happening we have, now. We just don't have money.
1: People don't have, have money, people good don't have
0: experiences like that.
1: I think there's also a lot of um the culture of doing things because it's expected of you is dying. Yeah. I read a lot about people who are eloping because they don't want a wedding or they don't want to deal with it or whatever, Mm. or also people are eloping because of financial reasons for healthcare reasons for et cetera, et cetera. Um, and also, I mean, a lot of weddings is just like to make your your family happy for whatever reason, you know, like you you have a wedding because your grandma wants to see you walk down the aisle or, you know, to get the family together. And I think a lot of people are kind of Mm -hmm. like, well, I don't want a wedding, so fuck that no matter what their family says. And this idea of sort of like tradition for the sake of tradition is kind of dying, I think, in our generation.
0: Yeah, well. I think we all saw what happened to Christmas and Easter and, I don't know, everything else. I think we're tired of having everything being sold to us.
1: Yep, definitely.
0: And now our information is worth the money, so we don't even have to buy anything. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because there was also that bill recently that passed uh, that allows the... It's like the FCC limitation that said I, ISPs couldn't sell your browsing history
1: mm-hmm.
0: No they can. They can sell everything about you for some cash. not like they're struggling anyway, so right. Good for them, right. They can just get as much money as they want all <laughs> while shafting us the whole time.
1: Such is life. Yeah. Um basically nobody has any money and do whatever you want with your life. That's my that's my closer for the day. I think that fits. I think that's good. Um yep. if you wanna follow us, you can do so on Twitter at after weather. Um you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash after the weather.
0: And you can find us on SoundCloud on soundcloud.com slash after the weather. And, and if you wanna
1: send us an email, what's our email address?
0: It's aftertheweatherpodcast at gmail.com. And we would love to get some beautiful dog pictures and cat <laughs> pictures.
1: Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Please talk to us. Please talk to us.
0: And we would love for your interactions on Facebook. And Twitter. And Twitter. I like Twitter. It's growing on me. I kind of lost my interest in it. And yeah. I'm thinking it's, it's cool again.
1: Oh, okay. That's yeah. good to know.
0: Yeah, so tweet us.
1: Yeah, have a great week, everybody.
0: See you next time. Bye. Bye.